0: This is the I What Now podcast, in which Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson explore Ayurvedic principles and make them easy to understand so that you can benefit from this amazing health science. We're glad you're here. Hi, welcome. This is Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson here with I What Now. And today we're going to do something really, really fun. <laughs> I want to look back at these pairs of opposites. And see how does this play into your life? You know, we talk about kind of from an abstract standpoint, but I'd like to talk about how if you identified yourself being too far in one direction, what are some things you could do to bring yourself back to center and then, um, you know, try and go through some of the ones that we talked about. So hi, Jerry, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, I'm doing good. Good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going over these um, because I'm not really clear on them.
0: That's good. It's a great place to be in because mm-hmm. at least at the beginning of the show, if you're still there at the end, then I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll figure it out. What we talk about with these pairs of opposites, this is a foundational part of Ayurveda that we look at everything through the lens of these pairs of opposites to understand mm-hmm. what's going on. How close is it to balance or how far is it from balance? Mm-hmm. Um one of the things we talked about with the pairs of opposites is you might identify yourself as a person who is cold or hot or a person who is lighter or heavier. And that becomes a part of the understanding of what are the things that are going to bring you to balance, bring you back Mm -hmm. into a state of balance. Okay. So the ones we focused on were cold and hot, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: heavy and light, moist and dry and kind of stable and unstable or mobile. So let's start off with cold and hot. Okay. So these pairs of opposites, we can go from extremes of, you know, freezing and boiling. You know, it's gonna be, I could be cold. Now there are some seasons that are colder than others. So I might be yes. colder in the winter and, and yeah. I might be hotter in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I just kind of identify that I am, say, a cold person, meaning I tend to run cold,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then the question is, what would I want to do, eat, or what kind of activities I want to engage in that might warm me up? Mm-hmm. So if I say that, things you could do that might warm you up, what comes to mind for you as far as foods go that might make you feel warmer?
1: Huh. Well, I guess spicy foods uh mm-hmm. would be that and uh um beef uh, uh, meats proteins um yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, things like that that's those are great examples like the spicy yeah. the spicy foods say if i have a cup of hot tea a ginger tea it's going to give mm-hmm. me it's going to warm me up from the inside out
1: okay and soup um mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. So soup oh, be- i guess f- foods that are hot temperature that warm warmer foods mm-hmm. uh, that are cooked or heated. and Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So if I'm a cold person and it's a cold day, then I probably would mm-hmm. want to gravitate towards heating foods. Yes. That's going to help me. And that could be a hot beverage. It could be a hot soup, or it could be a food that's spicy or something that's going to warm me up. So if my mm-hmm. balance, like I guess what I can think of is I kind of want to be in the middle of that spectrum between cold and hot. I want to mm-hmm. be comfortable. Right. So if I've moved to the side of cold, then I want to take things that are going to warm me up. Mm-hmm. If I'm always a cold person, then that's I'm going to be doing that more often. So that person who runs cold all the time needs to kind of be incorporating more heating foods all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, what about the other person? that those people on the other end of the spectrum that might run hot all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. They want so, cooler
0: things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, can Ice you think
1: cream, of any cooler things? Watermelon, <laughs> <laughs> most fruits. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, and uh, so,
0: and what I think is really fascinating is you think mm-hmm. of the foods that are available during the summer season when it's hot mm-hmm. are mostly cooling foods.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. You know, all
0: the, all the things you grew in your garden last year
1: mm-hmm. are going to well, be. Tomatoes, pretty- uh, mm-hmm. zucchini, uh, cucumbers. Yeah, they're cooler mm-hmm. foods.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially those zucchini and cucumbers. Mm -hmm. Tomatoes, I know tomatoes get a wrap in Ayurveda for being heating, but usually Mm -hmm. if you take a single tomato, it's not Mm -hmm. very heating. You know, it's not, I had a big aha moment with tomatoes being heating when I, about, well, actually about tomato paste being heating, Mm -hmm. when you had given me a bunch of tomatoes and I came Uh home and decided I was going to make a batch of sauce.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And I started off with this whole pot of tomatoes thinking I was going to get a whole pot of sauce. But the more it cooked,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the more it cooked, the less and less sauce I got. At the end,
1: oh yeah. It's it, it, like five pounds of
0: tomatoes ended up being about a yeah. cup and a half or two cups of tomato yeah. sauce. Yeah.
1: yeah, it really goes down.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so you yeah. can see yeah. how that sauce yeah. or that tomato paste might be really, really heating, but a single tomato is not super, mm-hmm. super heating. But yeah, so I think okay. it's interesting. I as I go, I want to extrapolate on that a little bit, like in the wintertime when it's cold. Our foods tend to be more nutrient dense. They're ones you've got mm-hmm. to cook and have have them. You really have to heat them up to get all the nutrients. Yeah. I think like soups or stews or things that they have more heat element that's going to mm-hmm. go on with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so one thing we can do if we begin to recognize I'm too hot. I woke up and it's it's a mm-hmm. hot day or I'm feeling overheated. I can cultivate you know my diet that day being cooler foods, cooler beverages. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we could do it with our, our activities as well. So if I'm yeah, cold, okay. so if I'm feeling cold, what might I do?
1: Well, get you work out, you yeah. use more exercise and your body will create more heat, keep you warm.
0: Exactly. ram right, right with yeah. that metabolism. I love that example. Mm-hmm. And I really like that you went right to exercise and not to, you know, put on electric blanket or something. that's oh. going <laughs> to because i think we do have we do have these shortcuts to heating up and i think it's better if Mm -hmm. we do it like from the inside out oh okay and so
1: um i was going to say too though i i I apparently am a person that runs cold because i'll look at the temperature for the day and if the high is less than 70 i'm putting on long underwear (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so 64. I got long underwear on
0: there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the curse of growing up in the Santa Clara Valley, I think.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because the weather's
0: right. always nice. And so, because
1: mm-hmm. I'm
0: probably that way with under 60, you
1: know, mm-hmm. if it's under okay. 60,
0: it's right. going to be yes. cold. And I tend to run cold, but I think that you just mm-hmm. habituate to what's, what's cold for where you're at. Right. But that's, and that's a good point though. I want to mention that because then what can I do if I'm cold? I can do things that trap heat. I can put on that long underwear. Right. or I can put on right. this sweater. Mm-hmm. So that, um, and that's going to help too. And this may seem so simplistic, right? If mm-hmm. you're cold, put on a sweater, put on the long yeah. johns, move
1: mm-hmm. your
0: body. But a lot of Ayurveda is really simple,
1: right? But it's, right.
0: it's easy mm-hmm. to put into place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. where we like sometimes to chase the thing that matches our constitution or matches. So if I always tend to run cold, I think, oh yeah, I'm just cold.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: and then but what if i'm too hot there's only so many things i can take off
1: yeah well, so you what, can what perspire. Yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> you start to sweat yeah. uh, yeah. uh your, your body tries to make sure that you you stay cooler and then of course you can drink colder flu- fluids um right and uh yeah i, I guess maybe putting a wind okay yeah like like yeah. a fan yeah like a Should fan help, or something uh, uh cause the uh um the fluid to evaporate off your skin which will cool it
0: right and i think it's great that the body has mechanisms if you get too cold it's got the the shivering mechanism and it starts moving the body so you raise your heat and then if you get too hot it's got the sweaty mechanism to cool you back down Mm -hmm. and it just kind of underscores ayurveda it's just reacting to the things your body naturally wants to do
1: Mm
0: -hmm. so if we're overheated if i'm a person who runs hot more often Mm -hmm. then i'd want to more often be reaching for those cooler foods, those cooler beverages, and more cooling activities, keep the windows open, hmm. maybe put the thermostat a little lower, unless that's gonna drive their partner to go put have to put long underwear <laughs> Yeah,
1: well, that's, that's kind of how it is in our house.
0: <laughs> I think that happens in a lot of households. I, I yeah, remember talking yeah. to a couple where they had an agreement that if it was, oh boy, I have to think of this. It's like, if it was under 65, she could turn the heater on, and if it was over mm-hmm. eighty-five, then he could turn on the air conditioner. Between
1: yeah. so yeah. sixty-five yeah.
0: and eighty-five, nobody got to do anything.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where our our range is much narrower in our house. Yes. <laughs> and uh, but I'll often end up wearing a, a sweatshirt during the summer because of, uh, if we're in the car or in the house. And can...
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is what you can also identify yourself as a cold person. Is it's like mm-hmm. I, I will never go anyplace without throwing a sweater in the back of the car. You yes, know, just, yeah. just in case and we're going to get that. And so when we look at these pairs of opposites, it's like saying, oh, if I'm going too far in one direction, I can bring myself back. And yes. we do it through the foods we eat and we do it through the things we do, our lifestyle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so Another one of these pairs of opposites was wet and dry.
1: Wet and dry. It's
0: wet and dry. So it's kind of funny to think, if I'm a wet person, Meaning that if I've got a lot of fluidity, maybe I've got, uh, I over salivate or my eyes run or my skin's clammy. These would all be signs that I might have a little bit more mm-hmm. water. Um, or mm-hmm. if I might be a little bit of swelling could be go along with that, that kind of quality of being too wet. And mm-hmm. so here's, this gets kind of tricky because we think, what can I do to either decrease mm-hmm. the amount of, of fluid that I have in my body or to move mm-hmm. fluid out of my body. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if I'm too wet, I've got too much fluid in, and how right. can I, how can I get it moving? Any ideas mm-hmm. on that?
1: Uh, drinking more water, if you want to uh, have more water. And I, wait getting rid of water. I, uh, <laughs> I guess just.
0: <laughs> There's only a couple <laughs> ways to get rid of water. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, we I get... only, I'm only thinking of one. <laughs> I guess you could perspire. It'd be the other.
0: Right? You can sweat. You can urinate. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's interesting, respiration moves out a lot of water, too, but we don't have to think of that. That's true, that's
1: when true, you, when you're breathing. Uh,
0: I went, I remember seeing a, a picture where they showed that we breathe out like two, like, I think it's between a cup and two cups of water a day, just mm-hmm. in our breath, mm-hmm. Yeah. and they were holding mm-hmm. up a baggie with that in it, it was just like, I, I, yeah. Couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to increase my respiration, mm-hmm. I could do exercise, exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, we're big in breath work things, right. Where you control your breathing and do some forceful exhalations or things like that. That's going to affect a little bit. The other thing this is, it just occurred to me like respiration also increases the flow of lymph. Mm -hmm. And if I've got a lot of times I might have excess fluid because there's some stagnation just happening Mm -hmm. in the body. If I'm sitting around, I'm not moving. Then there's, I'm not generating any sweat. Still making urine. And my Mm -hmm. respiration is going to be a little bit less. So movement, even respiratory movement can help move that. Okay.
1: So now I'm applying this to myself. I'm more cold than hot. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not sure about moist and dry. I know as an adolescent, I had a problem with acne, which would be more of the uh, um, more moisture, I guess, more fluid in in my body Um, right now. I, I'm not sure uh, if I'm, but by probably because I do tend to be more cold than hot. I drink a lot of coffee. I, I, I like the, uh, um, uh, the effects of that, you know, the coffee, the, uh, uh, the, the stimulant that goes along with it. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm mildly addicted to uh, the stimulant, but at any rate, I, um, so maybe I would be more dry because I'm bringing in a lot of fluids or uh, you know, and, and it's also, mm-hmm, yeah, 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 I
0: think with coffee, you bring in a lot of fluids, but then they move back out. Like coffee's a got a diuretic
1: quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, and would that so, make me more dry or more wet? I, I'm
0: <laughs> thinking probably more dry. So when we thought we talked yeah, about okay. signs of wetness, mm-hmm. like signs of dryness, would mm-hmm. be you could go to dry skin, um, mm-hmm. dry mucous membranes, mm-hmm. cracked mm-hmm. lips, chapped lips, things like that. You know, you bring up a good point, like frequency of urination. People mm-hmm. that tend to be wet, I put wet up in air quotes, mm-hmm. are probably not going to pee as much because they're holding the water in their body. Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. that are more dry are probably going to go more frequently because they're pulling water back out.
1: Yeah. Okay. Back
0: out of their body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it would be wanting to hydrate more, how I could bring more water in. Because we mentioned with people that are wet, they could do things to move water out.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: people that are drier, want to do things that they can know we used to somewhere near where we grew up there was a percolation pond you know where Mm -hmm. they put water in the pond and it would seep into the ground and I think that's kind of what we we need to have happen for those of us that run drier I tend to be one of the drier people I think you and I are a lot alike like that okay but I'll get like chapped lips or my eyes will feel dry or my skin hair is dry and so I have to notice that um, and do things that are going to Help me to hold the water in a little bit,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that could be oils like massage massage oils, putting oils on the skin, or massage lotion lotions mm-hmm. and things for moisturizing. Um, I look at what I drink, and I try mm-hmm. to drink things that are—it's called demulsant. They—they're gonna—they make water a little bit slimy. Oh. <laughs> you know, there slippery elm or licorice root or marshmallow okay. root. Mm. Um, some foods are demulcents. That, mm-hmm. And demulsant means they increase the moisture in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, Oatmeal is a demulcent. Sweet potatoes, mm-hmm. root vegetables tend to be—they tend to hold water.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: anyone who's had me in class has heard my story about oil, but I, I like to mention it. Is I would I would do a massage in the morning. This Abhyanga. This we'll talk later about the Ayurvedic Abhyanga. But I had this little little cruet that I would use to heat my oil up. And one day I dropped the cruet into a sink full of water Mm. and it had water inside it. So I I poured the water out and I thought I will just put this in the window and the water will evaporate. And, you know, that day, the water hadn't evaporated yet. Three days later, the water still hadn't evaporated. Mm. And my aha moment was oil holds water. Oil is what they call hydrophilic. It's water loving. And so if I notice I'm getting really dry, I try to look at, am I getting enough oils? Is there enough oil in my diet? Healthy oils Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that are going to help hold water in my system.
1: That that would be like olive oil, Mm -hmm. avocado oil.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so for me, just the differentiation point between a healthy oil and an unhealthy oil is the manufacturing of it. So if I look at like a hydrogenated oil or something, it's not a healthy oil because it had to be Mm -hmm. manufactured.
1: Mm -hmm. Whereas
0: olive oil, they just... Took the fruit. They pressed the fruit. They got the oil. Mm. <laughs> it's refined, but it's not. It's not manufactured. And so is, that's that's what I mean when I say a healthy oil is just. Amazing.
1: It is. Uh, I, I'm I'm very naive on the uh, the the term of manufactured oil. Would mm. would canola oil would that be considered manufactured? Um,
0: it is a manufactured oil. Um, it is. I think now they have hybridized. It's it's from a plant called the rape rape plant. Yeah, yeah. And mm. so the rape I, seed. Uh-huh originally has some chemical in it that was a carcinogen okay. and to make canola oil, they hybridized the rape plant so that it produced a seed, as I understand it, produced a mm-hmm. seed that doesn't have that, that chemical. Um, yeah. and so I, I don't like canola oil. There's an Ayurvedic doctor that he says it's, you know, unless something's been around 200 years, he doesn't trust right. it, you right. know, kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> but I also think, um, it's an like oil,
1: other that test. Is, right. it's yeah. not
0: as hydrophilic as other oils. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I just mm-hmm. like people look at why am I taking it? Am I doing mm-hmm. it for the hydrophilic quality? Mm-hmm. So if someone didn't need the hydrophilic quality of an oil, but they wanted to have oils in their diet, I think canola is okay. Mm-hmm. If someone needs it because they're too dry internally or they're getting chap mm-hmm. lips or things, there are more hydrating oils. Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned olive oil, sesame oil. Oh, avocado oil. These are all more hydrating. You look at how mm-hmm. oily the plant is.
1: Okay.
0: And, and that's going to be there. In the ancient texts they advised against rape rape oil. And mm-hmm. um but I do know with hybridization they've removed the, the carcinogenic property of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I imagine it was a Wall Street that changed the name from rape oil to canola oil. You
0: know, yeah. It's it's really kind of funny. If you ever, ever heard there's, yeah, yeah. there's a town that there's a town that's known as I think is the birthplace of canola oil. And uh-huh. it says, Welcome to rape city or something. <laughs> <laughs> this big sign outside the,
1: the town. It's like it's
0: a uh, big tourist Mecca. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and um, so yeah, and, funny. yeah it's, a, it's, just, it's so <laughs> silly no i want to one thing i want to mention with lifestyle because we mentioned you could do yes. more exercise and break a sweat to kind of decrease yes. moisture inside mm-hmm. by bringing mm-hmm. moisture out but people who are dry it's not like you don't want to exercise you just are trying to work more with isometrics like yoga tai chi qigong things that help to, to get the fluids moving without having them necessarily be spent outside like you're not trying to move all that out
1: Hmm. so so a person who's moist would they perspire more than a person that's dry or a person that's dry perspires more because they're dry and the fluids are leaving or good question
0: uh, uh, yeah usually someone who's dry has a hard time breaking a sweat Okay. Because they don't, their body prioritizes we need to hold the water more than we need to spend it. So I, I
1: notice, yeah, I think I have a heart, I think I would fit in that category. I, I generally don't uh, perspire when I exercise. I, <laughs> Wayne and I will both go uh, running, my, my friend Wayne that I run with, and he'll get soaked and I'll still be dry. And he's thinking, yes. we aren't even trying. I think, well, no, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm almost exhausted. But it's just, uh, I, I don't start perspiring at the same level that other people do. Right. Yeah. mm-hmm yeah
0: and so when we talk about the doshas i'll talk about that because some some doshik types they just it, they're colder and drier and so they they're not going to break a sweat
1: mm-hmm. as much
0: as someone who's hotter or someone who has more water
1: okay so so now in myself right now i think i'm cold and i'm dry
0: right I've got my two uh
1: things okay and what's mm-hmm. next
0: light and heavy or heavy and light, light and heavy. i want to keep them going in the right direction so heavy and, heavy light. and light okay so Now this can be, this can be kind of a tricky one because we have a tendency to always think of heavy as weight and light is, you know, light is less weight Mm -hmm. and heavy can be a feeling. It could be like, I'm feeling really heavy and dull and Mm -hmm. lethargic and I can't get Mm -hmm. moving. And that might be in relationship to my weight, but it could also be just kind of in Mm -hmm. relationship to my mind and emotions. Mm-hmm. and so okay. if i was so if i was feeling too heavy whether it's physical heaviness or mental heaviness and mm-hmm. i wanted to cultivate lightness can you think of some foods that you might think of as light
1: uh, light as opposed to heavy yeah I, I okay i would think of light foods like i say popcorn uh, mm-hmm. with cream uh would be light um
0: unless you eat as much of it as i want to
1: yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of whipped cream <laughs> maybe, is- maybe you don't whip it I- <laughs> no, then, then it'd be heavy uh, but, yeah, oh, we'll but this brings
0: up a good point because there's like whipped cream and there's uh-huh. the whipping cream you yeah, know it's like yeah, before yeah. you whip it it's very heavy and, and dense yeah. so that you put air into it and it becomes much lighter
1: okay so things that have more air in it uh, mm-hmm. uh, so i imagine red would be light because it's it's uh got a lot of air in it and stuff or you know, it's, or, it's or... really
0: tricky because a lot of times these things we take them if we took bread without a lot of air and it, it gets really heavy and dense yeah i was i was at the store yesterday trying to buy bread and it was like oh this one's too dense it's too hard it's, yeah, yeah
1: yeah okay and so uh,
0: i think of things that will make you light if you eat them things like salads oh okay greens mm. would be really mm. light but okay. even, I want to bring up something that you brought up because it's like, you could take a heavy food, which I think of mm-hmm. as with cream and, and bread mm-hmm. kind of as being a little heavier because they'll make me heavy if I eat a lot of mm-hmm. them. But if I take a small portion of it, I, I can make it lighter. So the person who's who's feeling too heavy, they might want smaller mm-hmm. portions of food.
1: Okay. So, so would we be talking about uh, uh, caloric content? Um,
0: I'm going to say nutrient density. So caloric content, caloric, okay. caloric content could be a big part of it that um, that's going to give me the, an idea of the nutrient density that if I can take a small portion of something, that's really nutrient dense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if I, but if I sit down, I think I went to this restaurant one time and I ordered a kale salad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I did one time, one time I did this mm-hmm. because at the end of it, it was just basically a whole bowl of raw kale that they had yeah, put yes. through this bowl. My jaw was sore from eating it. And it just, it, <laughs> never filled me up it was just i was so i was so sad
1: i but, i have been controlled by our uh, culture around us i've never tried kale just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kale's
0: i just great I but i love it sauteed yeah, yeah. with garlic and <laughs> oh there it. you go ginger and oh lots of yeah, oil and yeah, ghee
1: yeah. on it mm-hmm. yes yeah, so, it's so enough of, uh uh, uh uh, garlic and butter or something on something mm-hmm. and then it just tastes like that, that that's what right. I, I it's kind of my joke about uh escargot you know what's that <laughs> escargot tastes like oh i love it it tastes like garlic and butter <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> the texture right.
1: but yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: so we look at light and heavy we might take some this is something we do like automatically mm-hmm. we take a light food like greens and mm-hmm. we make them heavier by adding things like butter and and root vegetable of some sort, like the Mm -hmm. the garlic or the ginger. And And that's
1: that's often the case with salads. You know, mm -hmm. most salad dressings are like ranch dressing or Thousand Islands or, you know, they're more uh, uh, common ones that you you see on the list. They're Mm -hmm. heavy. um, Right. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So if I'm feeling heavy, that's a good day to reach for the lighter foods or to reach Mm -hmm. for smaller portions of foods in order Mm -hmm. to feel lighter. You know, mm-hmm. and if I'm too light now, if I go light, that could be loss of weight, but it could also be like nothing is, um, I got no, I don't know, what am I saying? I got no containment. You know, mm-hmm. I feel too light, mm-hmm. like I'm going to float away. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. I can go back to some of those foods we talked about with when I was cold, soups, food, mm-hmm. those winter foods that are heavier. They're pretty nutrient dense too.
1: Yeah, And okay. I end up taking
0: a, a bigger portion mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm still having a hard time with light and heavy, uh, 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 as far as foods go. But I I could see that um, ice cream would be heavy. Uh, I I imagine beef would be heavy, uh, and and major proteins and fats would be heavy. Carbohydrates would be lighter, and uh, except not all carbohydrates, not all carbohydrates. Yeah, the the pasta and the uh, uh, the 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 sugary things. uh, uh, So the High caloric uh, carbs would be heavy, but the low caloric carbs would be light. Yes, in general. One
0: of the things you can think of it as a verb instead of a noun. Which of the ones would make me, or I guess, an adjective? Which ones would make me lighter if I was to eat mm-hmm. them, and which ones will make me heavier if I was to eat them? Okay. So if so, if I had bread at every meal, are we going to make me heavier?
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas if I had spinach at every meal
1: yeah yeah (laughs) i'm gonna make me lighter so i
0: can look at the food as what's its effect going to be a lightning Mm -hmm. effect or a heavy making a heavier okay and so if i'm feeling really light distracted Mm -hmm. disoriented confused can't focus Mm -hmm. then i might want to sit down with a root vegetable Mm -hmm. you know i think my heavy foods you mentioned a lot of them that are real heavy um the dense proteins like animal proteins are certainly going to be heavier root vegetables that's a carb that's that's pretty heavy whole grains tends to be mm-hmm. pretty heavy and there mm. are exceptions there are always exceptions in the groups like you think of a radish is a vegetable that's not very heavy if mm-hmm. i ate nothing but radishes i'm probably going to lose some weight <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah. which 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 i probably would because i don't care for radishes <laughs> yeah. So,
1: yeah
0: i'm eating nothing but radishes and i'm not eating any of those uh, and so um so it could be, that's something with these pairs of opposites too. You can think about what's the effect mm-hmm. going to be of this. Mm-hmm. And then if I was thinking heavy, like if I'm not sleeping well, maybe I'm too light a sleeper, I could put more blankets on the bed, do something to mm-hmm. make me feel heavier. Or yes. I think of um, like doing a milk with spice in it that's going to help me sleep. It's because it's got that heavy quality to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm still, I, I, I so now you, you, you carried it outside of food into a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> well, because uh,
0: the quality is, is whatever, however I want to do it, like what's going to uh, make me light or heavy. Okay. And that could be, I'm going to be, I'm going to feel lighter if I have less clothes on. Mm-hmm, you know, sure. So if I'm feeling really heavy, I might feel like, Oh, I've got too much um, mm-hmm. heaviness on me. Maybe I could drop down to a shirt and shorts and feel mm-hmm. that. But that might make me cold okay. so it's tricky because we have all these all these to kind of navigate
1: now, now <laughs> do we have anything that's energy uh, uh, related uh, um, I guess that's uh, uh, stable or mobile mm-hmm. uh, because I, I now would I, I tend to think that I'm probably a little bit lighter because I'm more active but that wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily fall in this category would it it could
0: it could yeah, yeah. I think we tend as a both you and I have some extra mm-hmm. weight. And that's mm-hmm. going to yes. make us a that's little true. bit heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I think, but our tendency, like when we were younger, we were both fairly thin, you know, mm-hmm. had carried less weight, more activity. And so there was more light, more lightness at that point. So mm-hmm. sometimes we could look at like physical body and say, well, I'm heavier right now for, so maybe I want to cultivate more of those lighter foods right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I can look at it historically who I am maybe tended to be a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I think is tricky, and I think this is tricky with heavy and light because of kind of a, an understanding of it, that we could have stress, which I think mm-hmm. of as being fairly light, could be a factor that the body responds to by adding weight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> there's often that association with uh, uh, when you're having a lot of stress, you get a, container of haagen-dazs and, right. <laughs> and finish it yeah yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah and, and you so don't kind of like kind of eating yeah, it. yeah you yeah. want to eat
0: comfort foods and you don't mm-hmm. necessarily want to go out to the gym and do exercise and do things uh, that lighten uh, your mood mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. you could have a heavy okay.
0: mood and that's going to be
1: the okay same. And, and i was thinking too on the on the low caloric uh, vegetables uh, would be lighter and of course we're talking about salads and mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: uh, different uh, vegetables and then i i assume uh, uh, low-fat proteins like uh, uh, chicken breasts or fish uh, yeah. would be considered uh, light and then mm-hmm. you take that uh, that that uh, uh, chicken and then you bread it and you deep fry it now it's become heavy, no, it's right? heavy yeah excellent yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay. yeah. <laughs> okay yeah and then we've got so, one more pair of
0: want to about that was the one you saw the energetic one mobile and stable or stable yeah. level yeah.
1: yes Okay.
0: And, so, and I think you begin to see how these fall together a little bit,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: the cold and dry and light tend to fall together, mm-hmm. the heavy, the hot, I'm sorry, the hot, hot, dry and light tend to fall together, cold, wet, heavy. So it's just kind of interesting the way mm-hmm. they, the way they land, because mm-hmm. that's going to become a, fa- I said this is a foundational topic, it's because this becomes the foundation of the understanding of what we call the doshas, the, the faults or the, the ways sure. these match in people. Okay. And so mm-hmm. the last one is like stable and mobile. And so right. you look at stability, that immobility, stuckness, mm-hmm. I guess in yeah. its extreme, it would be inertia, you know? Mm-hmm. It's or sedentary.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And so if I'm really stable, I've mentioned our friend who just does the same things at the same time and oh, goes yeah. the same directions and
1: mm-hmm.
0: so he's going to be really stable. And sometimes it can be a problem. Mm -hmm. I talked to one man, and he would say, you know, when he's having a, I I will ask the question about what do you do when you're having a bad day? What kind of comes Mm -hmm. up for you? And he said, in a bad day, I sit in that chair in my living room, and then I look up, and it's five in the afternoon. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. I did nothing all day long. Mm -hmm. That'd be that extreme of instability, of stability, that extreme Mm -hmm. of inactivity. Yes. And on the other side, we have those completely mobile people who can't even sit down. I think we had a mm-hmm. mother like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as as- I, I, I think I've inherited some of that. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't sit very much at all.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so I just always remember as soon as she sat somewhere, she had to get up and go do something. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's probably a part of it that we, yeah. we change, we change things. And mm. when I look at someone who's really mobile, they're mm-hmm. people who may talk fast, walk fast, eat fast, right. uh, change directions really easily and quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, they enjoy going a mile a minute. And mm-hmm. sometimes they'll get where they headed out and sometimes they'll change directions midway. And so there's a lot mm-hmm. of that that uh, indecisiveness that might come with it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the stable person are the opposite. You know, they mm-hmm. don't go anywhere very quickly, hard to get a move in. So if you're a stable person, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: then you'd want to cultivate mobility.
1: Right.
0: And if I'm a mobile person, then I want to cultivate stability. And this is the place where I get a lot of pushback from people because it's like the person who's stable, mobile doesn't feel good when they first started (laughs) out. It's like, I (laughs) I don't want to get off the couch. I don't want to go for a walk. Yeah, yeah. And the mm-hmm. mobile person, they say they sit for a few minutes, it's like their skin starts to crawl that, oh, I, I, you yeah. know, I should be over there doing this mm-hmm. thing.
1: I, I know for uh, uh, my wife, Ann, and I, uh, we go on cruises and we find it's the perfect thing for us to do for a vacation because she is more stable and would like to say that, well, we can get a nice room with a balcony. And I can have a cup of coffee and watch the ocean go by and I'll say yeah 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 I'm going to go down to the gym <laughs> and work out then I want to check and see what's on the you know, we got 13 floors here I want to see what's on each floor what's going on around here and she goes yeah yeah come back and tell me about it <laughs> so then and then we'll go into uh this happened we were up in Alaska and we st- went into one of the ports and she looked at what was available and she says, you know, there's all these things to do in port, but I can get a massage half price in the boat dock <laughs> And I said, oh, but there's this lake up here that you know, I, wanna, I wanna go up and hike up that lake. And there's this place I wanna nice. check out, you know, there's this one uh, uh, thing and all that. She goes, yeah, yeah, take some pictures. i I'd like to see them when you get back. <laughs> and, uh, I think it's and, wonderful being so that, it. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't want to uh, uh, sit still, and then she doesn't want to go out, um, you know, exploring and hiking and uh, uh, seeing all that. And, and this way, we have a, uh, a vacation platform that we can share and both get our, uh, uh, our, our needs met. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, and, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So
0: it's, and I think that's mm-hmm. great, because it really does highlight this difference between stable and mobile.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
0: If I become, if I'm stable and I become too stable, mm-hmm. that's when I need to start moving. I start to say, how can I be, you know, maybe I can walk Jerry to the gate. <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. you know to say you know, what uh, can yeah. I do but I love the idea of getting a massage because mm-hmm. that is mobility it does get everything oh okay so there it you go it warms mm-hmm. up the body increase the metabolism mm-hmm. gets the circulation going so mm-hmm. it's a way that you can be kind of um, passively mobile
1: mm-hmm.
0: a little bit okay and then and I'm sure there are lots of times on the cruise when you come back and you're mm-hmm. in that place of stability where you come back yeah. and and we'll calm down. And it's, I think mm-hmm. if mobility gets to be a problem when it prevents me from connecting with somebody, you know, I can't mm-hmm. be here cause I got to be over there. Yeah. And that's when I say, okay, I've got to come back to the present moment, but it sounds like you've got a nice balance. So you go and do something yeah. and come back and, and you create it. So if I was too mobile, I'd want to create more stability. And maybe that mm-hmm. means, you know, maybe it's a meditation practice, or maybe it's just, sitting and connecting with my partner in the present moment in a way that's yeah. that feels really positive and and mm-hmm. that. And it's like recognizing if I'm going too far off in my direction, that's when I get alone. I tip the whole scale mm-hmm. and it falls yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. But I loved your example because it gives that that we have mm-hmm. a tendency to want to be more like ourselves you right. know, is, is like, Anne wants to have that stability. Oh, I want to be here. This feels really good to me and you want to mm-hmm. be overdoing. And that feels really good to you. And then you say, Oh, if it creates a dysfunction in your relationship, they you say, okay, yeah. I need to be more stable and she needs to be more
1: mm-hmm.
0: mobile or, you know, yeah, yeah. Self, mm-hmm. but being self-aware mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Then I said, "We well, are talking like about foods and stuff. I think it's more about food habits. Like someone yeah. who's really stable might need to mix things up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, not always be choosing the same thing or going to the same restaurant like our friend. Um, and the person who's too mobile and never does the same thing twice might want to cultivate some degree of stable routines around meals mm-hmm. okay. or stable routines in the flow of their day. If they become too mobile and say, okay, I've, you know, maybe I'm driving myself because I know for me, if I lack, if I get too out there, I will get depressed. And mm-hmm. that's not a common reaction for me, but I would always... I like being mobile and I like moving directions. And I like changing things up. Yeah. And I would find like, I wanted to do a vacation. So my dream vacation was to travel seven days and take a different form of transportation each day. Huh. <laughs> like yeah. take a There's train the to and Seattle, seventh day. Oh, and, and okay. take a ferry yeah. to the islands, and then yeah. go on a hot air balloon ride. And, um, but I'd come back from vacations and <laughs> yeah, I think Just too much mobility <laughs> and not enough stability.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. I would imagine stable. I have to imagine stable people mm-hmm. would do the same thing. If they became too stable, they might, cult, they might court that depression as well, because then it becomes like, I'm not connecting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you're just uh, withdrawing all mm-hmm. Okay. So, so it looks like I'm in a self-assessment. I am cold, I'm light, I'm dry, and I'm mobile. Is it, would that be a, a, an accurate assessment from your uh, perspective?
0: I would say yeah. I, and I think mm-hmm. if, but you're in a place too where you you have learned tools to balance that out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
0: know, to find ways to indulge it and then to balance it out when mm-hmm. it gets to be too extreme.
1: Yeah. Okay. And and that's the uh, uh, the dosha or my mm-hmm. dosha is developing a balance.
0: Mm-hmm. Well the dosha would be represented by these qualities and then you mm-hmm. work with that, and we'll get more into that ways okay. in which you cultivate balance. But so um, that's what I want to talk about today is just tying these four and kind of going deeper with these to say, you can mm-hmm. start looking. And I, this what I love that you just did is you can start looking at these and saying, oh, where do I fall in that spectrum? And mm-hmm. maybe it gave you some ideas for things you could do if you felt you were going too far one okay. direction.
1: Now, are there more besides uh, hot and cold, heavy and light, moist and dry, and stable or mobile?
0: There are 10.
1: There, there 10. are 10. Okay. These,
0: are the, these are the big four though. The other four. ones, are, I mean, we could certainly go into each one like this, but after a while, it'd be kind of go, oh, you get get a little bit of the the op- pairs of opposites fatigue.
1: Yeah. So yeah. We'll hold off okay. At four. Okay. So we'll hold off at four and this yeah. is good. So uh, uh, cold and hot, heavy and light, moist and dry and stable or uh, mobile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good That's deal. It. Okay.
0: Okay. Good. good. Anything you want to say about that before we slide? off?
1: I think that's mostly what I wanted to say, who I am and, and how this relates to me. So I appreciate that. And, and it's, it's really coming together for me. I really oh, wonderful. I'm talks. glad to hear that. Yeah, good, good. So okay. thank you,
0: Jerry. And thank mm-hmm. you, anybody who's listening to the podcast. And mm-hmm. I think that's it for today. We'll right. meet you again next week. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash I what now. You can always find us for free wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you'll have access to the latest episodes. We're glad you're here.